The Dr. Taz Show. The podcast. Dr. Taz. Your good health journey starts now. Here's Dr. Taz. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, to Superwoman Wellness. We were on every episode of the show. We're going to uncover the secrets to being superpowered and being the superwoman that you're meant to be. Joining me today on a topic near and dear to my heart is Lane Kennedy. Lane Kennedy is a holistic health coach, a detox coach, and she specializes in yoga nidra, meditation and detox. Those are a whole lot of words, all of which I love. I'm thrilled to have her on the show today. She began a successful modeling career in her early years and was graced with the gift of sobriety in her 20s. She's traveled the globe, founded successful companies, and pushed against the glass ceiling. As a seeker, she reached out to harness the power of the human potential, and she's a well-known biohacker, again, associating with folks like Dave Asprey's certified high-performance coaching program, and then completing Sarah Godfrey's practitioner course, The Hormone Cure. Welcome to the show, Lane. I am thrilled to have you here talking about subjects near and dear to my heart. Welcome, welcome. How are you today? Oh, it's good to be here, Dr. Tez. Thank you so much for having me on the show. It's a beautiful day here. Wonderful. Well, we'll jump right into this topic because this has been a personal mission, a personal challenge, and one that I try to reinforce as I'm seeing patients and I'm speaking because I know how powerful it is and how much of an influence it's had in my life. You know, why do we need to meditate? Why is meditation so important? I think everybody's now heard the word, but, you know, maybe give us another vantage point of why this is such a critical life tool and life hack that we should all be using. Well, if we could just travel back a few years ago, where we didn't have a thousand songs in our pocket, right? Steve Jobs famously coined that, and we started walking around with these devices. And these devices, although they're so wonderful, they've also made us hyper-connected and put us in a place of stress. Like, And maybe we don't want to think about that because they're so handy and useful, and I walk around with mine all the time. But having that amount of activity really bombards our brain. And when our brain is on go, go, go all the time, right? We're just short circuiting. And so meditation is this tool that we can use to slow down, (laughs) slow it down and come back to ourselves. Yeah. So I think meditation is like, why do we need it? We need to slow down. We need to not be so stressed. We need to be not so connected. We need to reconnect to ourselves. And I think that's uh, for any of us. And I'm seeing this with my children. I'm seeing this with my employees, you know, um, and then even in a family setting and even personally, like the brain, mm-hmm. you know, the brain has always run, right? We've always had an issue with having multiple thoughts at one time, having trouble controlling thoughts. But now the brain has almost, uh, that restless brain almost has a partner in crime, so to speak, with all the gadgets, Mm because you can have your restless thoughts and then your buddy over here, your phone or your iPad can help engage you. And I think from, and I can speak from a scientific standpoint, you know, there is addiction in that. There is addiction in, hey, restless thoughts, let me go get this. There's a temporary high, then you go back Mm -hmm. and you seek it more. And you're almost getting like a dopamine Mm -hmm. burst every time you hit you know, one of these gadgets. Mm -hmm. So it is such a problem and it's an epidemic in terms of what it's doing Mm -hmm. and the diseases it's causing from anxiety to ADHD and so much else, you know, but 
But break it down for us. If, if you know, everybody out there is convinced that meditation is important. First of all, let's break down to what meditation really can do. What are some tangible things that you could see happen in your life when you meditate? Let's start there. Well, let's just start in traffic and think about being less reactive, right? Somebody cuts you off in traffic or trying to get on the subway, right? And you miss the train and, uh, you know, that's how you start your day, right? Right. So mm-hmm. If you just slide meditation in there, you're, you're not so uh, in that freak out flight mode, you know, like you, you can pause. Okay. So that's really huge. It's just being less reactive with family members, uh, with people in the grocery store, uh, colleagues at work. So that less reactivity is, I think, really key for everybody right now. And then greater focus, just having the ability to focus on one task, not several tasks, like just focusing on one thing and doing it really well. Um, greater clarity, right? Trying to make a decision on something. Mm-hmm. And you've got somebody, ah, yeah, right? So just having that really single clarity come into to mind. Being more flexible with your mindset. Yes. Yeah. You know, and these are just like, these are like maybe practical things, you know, happiness. But then we can get into like lowering our blood pressure, right? We get into mm-hmm. the more uh, medical field, right? We Lowering our blood pressure, um, easing up depression, uh, anxiety. I help so many people with anxiety. And, and you mentioned, you know, the dopamine, right? And, and, so mm-hmm. I'm in recovery. So I think a lot about people in addiction. So anybody with substance abuse, meditation is huge for this population. So those benefits alone are, I mean, I could go on and on, but I think those are some key, <laughs> key, key benefits. Well, I think those are all very important. And again, for many of us, you know, just as journaling, I felt like was a tool that helped me get some of my restless thoughts out. If I don't start my morning with a meditation, I know I'm not going to have a great day because it just helps when there are 50,000 things coming at you. It really just helps to create that boundary and that space around you where, you know, people are coming at me, decisions have to be made. You know, somebody wants something every single moment. You know, I have to be very present when I'm dealing with any of those and especially when dealing with patients. And if my mind is running, then I don't show up fully and I'm not doing the best job for them. So I know from a personal standpoint, meditation is, is, is life changing. My solution is 10 minutes every morning. I have different apps that help me. What's a great way? How do you recommend starting a good personal meditation practice? What, what is the best way to make this practical and realistic? So I'm all about practical and it's mm-hmm. first just making a decision, you know, just make a decision that you're going to do it because a lot of people like waver like, oh yeah, I'll do it tomorrow. Or yeah, I'm going to start. And they don't, they don't do it. So just following through with the action. And then I recommend Insight Timer. That's the app of my choice. And I recommend it to all my clients. Insight Timer. Insight Timer. Because there are meditations on there that are one minute and anybody can meditate for one minute. And I I work with uh, the police department here and I, I joke with them about, you know, you guys all sit on the toilet for one minute. You can take one minute extra to sit on that toilet. But, and, they, and they're like, okay, I can do that, you know? So I really encourage people to I meet them where they're at. So one minute, insight timer, close the, close the door. That's it. That's where you can start. 
And then you can come out of the bathroom and then sit on your bed one minute and then change it the next day. Try try the same thing again. No, I was going to say this is so great for because I'm always 10 minutes, but what anyone can do a minute, right? I mean, anyone can do that. And then even if you're running through your work day, you know, and having a lot of stress at work, that's a great tool to use, you know, before maybe you have that tough meeting or tough presentation. So I like that, but I didn't mean to interrupt you. So please go ahead. No, just the idea of, you know, people get so overwhelmed. Oh, I can't do 10 minutes. That sounds like a lot, you know, cause I, I'm, a, I'm, I'm at 60 minutes to maybe an hour and a half some days and people that's mm-hmm. like way out of the box. Right. And so this idea of just one minute is simple, effective, and anyone can do it. My, my, my son, who's nine years old, he can do one minute, right? That's amazing. I love that. So the one minute, and then for everybody out there listening today, insight timer is one that uh, Lane is recommending. Some of the other ones that I've used in the yeah. past include uh, Brainwave, Evenflow, Headspace. All of those are, they all are different mm-hmm. and they all mm-hmm. um, serve different mm-hmm. purposes, but um, but they're all great. Um, one yeah. minute is where you're thinking somebody should start. What should they work themselves up to? Well, I love the 10 minute mark. I think once you can get to that 10 minute mark, you can start to move to a 20 minute and then to a 30 minute. Um, I have a, a five week course that I work on with people and we start with one minute, 10 minute, 30 minute, 40 minute, up to an hour, you know, and it's, it's, it's pr- progress, not perfection. You know, there's no perfect way to meditate. There's a lot of chatter that happens in the mind. And so just, moving through the different stages and knowing that there's no perfection, you're going to win. The only way you don't win is if you don't show up for it. All right. So one minute, um, if you make it to one minute and you accomplish the one minute meditation, what's next? What should you work yourself up to next? Go to 10 minutes, then move to 20 minutes, then take it to 30 minutes. You know, the idea around meditation is really building that resilient mind, quieting it, right? So although you can get a lot out of 10 minutes, think of more benefits when you reach 20 minutes and 30 minutes. I I kind of equate this idea of if I'm meditating for 10, 10 minutes, then I've got 10 seconds of pause before I react. And Mm, when people start to look at it differently like they're like oh i won't be so reactionary so maybe i want to meditate for Mm -hmm. 20 minutes (laughs) right um so just working yourself up over time to longer and longer periods of time and that sometimes takes time and it takes effort but it's so worthwhile and it pays off so much you know in such great dividends what are some of the different types of meditation well and this is all a practice right dr taz i mean we Mm -hmm. we 10 minutes, 20 minutes, and then we try different types of meditation. I've tried so many different types. You know, there's breathing meditation. Uh, there's writing meditation. There's walking meditation. There's transcendental meditation. There's, um, I, I mean, my favorite, these are the types that I practice, is mindfulness-based stress reduction. Uh, and my mm-hmm. favorite, yoga, yoga nidra, right? So Yoga nidra. You, you so talk to, to us about that. I love yoga. 
but talk to us about what a yoga nidra meditation might might be like or look like. Yeah, so it has nothing to do with any kind of asana, any kind of poses, any kind of work. <laughs> a lot of people have this. I say I practice yoga nidra, and they're like, "Oh, I don't want to do that. I don't want. I I I don't want to be in a classroom, and I don't want to be with anybody moving around." And I said, "Well, do you like to lay down?" <laughs> they're like, "What do you mean?" And I said, "Well, in with yoga nidra, you're actually." In Shavasana, which is you're on your back, lying mm-hmm. down with a blanket, and they're like, what? So Yoganidra is a practice of resting not only the body, but the mind. And you're lying down. Some people use an eye pillow. And there's a whole series of, um, it's a, a progressive meditation, so to speak. And it's a guided meditation. So you don't have to do anything except lie down. And if you fall asleep, that's good. We say that's a good mm-hmm. thing for you. It means your body is in a state of deeper restoration, and everybody needs to restore these days. Yes, we do. Well, this has mm-hmm. been fantastic. Thank you so much for taking the time out to talk a little bit about meditation. Do you have any other sort of last tips before I let you go when it comes to meditation and, and trying to develop a practice around meditation? I just say make a decision to do it. You know, it's such an easy thing. You don't have to go anywhere. You you can do it in the comfort of your own home. You could do it in your bed if you'd like. And I have a free meditation over at lanekennedy.com. You can just grab it, plug it into your iPhone, and listen to it and drift off peacefully. It's so easy, you guys. You can do it. I know it. Thanks for having me on the show. Well, I encourage you. I really enjoyed our conversation. Oh, yes. You're so welcome. And for everybody out there listening today, you know, check out LaneKennedy.com. Embrace meditation, whatever you can do, whether it's a minute, whether it's five minutes, whether it's 10 minutes, it will, I can personally, you know, attest to this. It will truly change your life and your relationships and even the people around you because you'll learn to create Mm -hmm. space for your thoughts and to be a lot less reactive. And Lane, thank you so much. I know we've had some technical ups and downs, but thank you so much for hanging in there with us today. I really appreciate it. And and for everybody else, thank you for listening to this episode of Superwoman Wellness, which is now on Spotify as well. If you have questions about today's show, connect with me on Instagram or Facebook at Dr. Taz MD. And if you enjoy the show, please rate and review and share it with your friends. I will see you guys next time.